Hey gorgeous! Get your cup of tea ready, have a seat in a cozy coach and relax. Because this is your self-love time and we are here for you. It is I, Anna Geller, I'm a host at Diva Radio, self-love mentor and an inspirational author. I love guiding women on the journey to discover their true desires and needs, to appreciate their inner goddesses and to say yes to the abundant life. Every woman has a story. And behind every successful woman there is another woman who has her back. I believe that we all are made up of our wounds. This is how real beauty appears. Many women still think that they need a special moment or a sign from the above. But sometimes all we need is a story to hear. I'm so happy to introduce my special guest today. A gorgeous lady living her passion, Lisa Butler. Lisa is a life coach, an author, and event organizer specializing in music industry. She runs career workshops and songwriter seminars. She's also known as the founder of the Australian Songwriters Conference. And she's supporting her community by helping out with literacy in the classrooms and mentoring high school students through the state government initiative, a program that assists young people to learn leadership, employment, and networking skills. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you, Anna. It's lovely to be here with you. Thank you. Lisa, I must say that your personal and professional achievements are fascinating, and you seem to be living the lives of a few people in one body. Could you please share how your journey started? Well, I think I've always liked to live outside of the box. Uh, I, I was never the kind of person who enjoyed nine-to-five work and going out and, and coming home and eating, sleeping, working, eating, sleeping, working. Uh, I, I grew up in a, with a creative mother who, who is also in the entertainment industry and a family who is very creative. So it was more in my nature to do what... what uh, I needed to do uh, to express my creativity and feel good rather than um, rather than work for other people and have a, a regular day job. That's not to say I didn't have regular day jobs because I did for many years, but I found it incredibly frustrating. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess that's, that's why I like to, to do different things. Um, I like to be creative and I'm constantly constantly being creative in one way or another and I can't ever choose just one. I always have usually too many things going on at once but I've always got certainly more than one thing going on at once and I like it that way. Mm, I think uh, it's very brave uh, to commit to yourself and say okay yeah, I'm not happy with my 9 to 5 job and let's do something else because so many people struggling with classical uh, office work but they don't change it. Mm-hmm. Yes I think it's I think there's a lot of fear involved with that and I know what that feels like because in one of my day jobs that I had um, I worked for a government department as a public servant for six years and I knew from the second day of that job that I wasn't going to enjoy it but I I got used to the regular paycheck, I got used to the security of that and I made do in other ways outside of my work by you know trying to get involved with other things 
but the job itself really it it tore down my enthusiasm for life and I think a lot of people go through that and then they think oh I'm getting too old or I have too many responsibilities or I don't I'm not brave enough to stop what I'm doing and, and do what I really want to do uh, I think there are a lot of reasons behind the re behind why people stay in a job that they don't like um, and it's all it's all fear-based mm -hmm. and uh, in uh, 2013 uh, you have your first book published uh, the Constitution of the United States of being and yes. this book is based on a statement written back in the 1998 and declares yes. that no matter the circumstances, there must be a gentle way to take care of yourself and bring joy into your life. So what does your constitution suggest? Well, the constitution is it's a set of statements um, and each statement is... I don't really know where it came from. It, I always say it came through me, not from me. Um, so I guess it came from the universal spirit, whatever you define that as being. And uh, for me, they're just truths um, that that work for me and seem to work for a lot of other people who've read the book. Um, on living living gently with ourselves and with others and um, and and loving ourselves and taking care of ourselves and each other. Um, and so, yes, uh, each, each statement um, alludes to that in, in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And how does your coaching communicate the main ideas of the book? Well, the poetry, I've, all, I've written poetry since I was very young and um, I, I really wanted to include a poem in, at the beginning of each chapter um, which, again, which alluded to what the chapter was about. Um, and there, are, there is a chapter for each statement. And so really the poems were, um, I, guess, I guess the poems were my way of introducing the chapter but also um, it, it giving a, a, sharing a loving thought about it. Um, so, yes, again, each poem... Each poem does that in its own way, but each poem is quite different. Mm -hmm. And as an expert in the music industry, you guide some writers to shift their attitude towards the business approach. As a career coach, do you deal with lack of self-love as a limiting factor to achieving success by your clients? I think it's different for everybody. Um, you know, I mean, we all we all come, we all get to a certain when we're looking to move forward in our career, regardless of what that career is, um, and there are things that are holding us back, whether they're, and they're all internal in the end, even if we don't recognise them as such. Um, so for everybody it's different. For some people, you know, they might have, um, have um, emotional blocks um, from childhood that stop them from moving forward. Or they might have, or they might feel that they have um, a lack of knowledge or a lack of education or a lack of money to move forward. Um, but in the end, we can, we can move forward even if we don't have those things to begin with. I mean, I, I feel like I'm a living example of that um, because, and that's basically what I, what I teach my clients when I'm, when I'm coaching 
if they're coming to me for career coaching um, is knowing knowing what they want to do. And a lot of the time they, they can't move forward because they don't know what they're moving forward towards. They don't have a, a real goal. They haven't defined their goals properly. Um, and, um, and so we look at, at what their goals are and we set some, some realistic goals for them to achieve and, um, and move forward step by step in that way. Um, and sometimes that means going backward a little bit and, and getting an understanding of why they're having trouble emotionally and moving forward. And look, there's also so many different reasons why people um, get stuck. Um, and I found with the coaching and also with the counselling that I'm now starting to do, um, it's the same thing. Um, and, and it just means that but often, often the answers are already inside of you and you just need to be able to talk through them and have someone to bounce off who can, who can help not necessarily direct you or, or set you on a certain, in a certain direction but help you to, to look at all of the options, to see all of the, the strands that lead out from you and, and where they could go and what the possibilities are to make you actually start thinking about um, what you can achieve, and you know, you might not even realise those things exist until you can talk to someone who can help you discover them. It is really important to have easy, achievable goals uh, in order to stay consistent with what you are doing. Otherwise, uh, you may end up thinking, "Or oh, it's too hard for me. I can't afford that," and you just uh, keep on talking to you in a negative way. Yeah, I think that's why short-term goals are really important too, setting, setting easy short-term goals to reach the long-term goal um, and, and knowing how you're going to go about doing that. Also, being accountable. I think that's another reason why people come to coaching is because they need to be kept accountable um, to reach those goals, not just to set them but to actually work toward them. Um, and, um, and having a process um, to you know, to use in order to reach those goals. Um, yeah, I think that's really important because otherwise it can become really overwhelming. It can feel really overwhelming when you look at this big goal that you have out there in the distance, um, and you think, you know, there's no way that I can attain that. It's just too big, and I don't know how. I'm never going to reach it. If we look too far ahead like that, then it can be overwhelming. Whereas if we're just looking into the next step. You know, what can I do today? What can I do this week? What can I do next week? What can I do in the next 30 days? These are, these are just little progressions that keep us focused on the now and on what's achievable. And in no time at all, people find themselves getting where they wanted to go without even realising that they were moving towards it. So it, it's a really wonderful thing to see that happen. Yeah, once I read a book... Uh... It was about time management, but I really like the metaphor there. The author said, uh, you can imagine your big goal as an elephant, but you cannot access that goal overnight. That's why you need to break this elephant into a few frogs. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with that, yes. And as an entrepreneur, you must have faced self-love related issues by yourself in your business too. What are the biggest challenges for you and how did you manage to overcome them? 
That's a really good question. The biggest challenges for me have been with my mental health because I live with um, depression and I also um, have um, addiction issues. And so the biggest challenges for me have been in, in coping with those health issues and, and, still being, and still moving forward. Um, I also, I feel growing up I felt like I, I had a lack of support and even with my business, because I, I'm a single parent, I run my business by myself, I do all these things on my own and yes, and I've got wonderful family who are always very emotionally supportive and supportive in so many different ways but when you run your own business, you're it, you know, you're the boss, you, all the responsibilities on you and and sometimes there's a, when you're on your own, you feel a lack of support. So that's been a challenge, you know, to overcome. And also lack of finances. You know, I, I sort of, as I said, I, I, I had day jobs in the past that kind of paid the bills, but they were always keeping me going week to week. I never had a chance to really save. And so trying to build a business and, and a career and reach for my goals with those challenges um, was, has been quite an adventure. And, and it's still an adventure because, um, you know, those things don't necessarily change. It's my attitude towards them that changes and that makes it easier. And I think that's what, what has helped me to overcome them, um, challenges, is my attitude, um, is trying to remain positive. Trying to stay in the now is a big thing for me because I have a habit of uh, either you know, looking back at the past and going, oh, poor me, look at what's happened. Or looking to the future and going, oh, my gosh, I've got to do this for that and that's happening and that's going to happen and that's going to happen or that could happen. Mm-hmm. But when you work for yourself, those sort of thoughts um, can really drag you down and, and freeze you um, in one spot so you can't do anything at all as, as it is with anyone. And so for me, staying in the moment, um, taking care of myself so that I um, am able to um, cope with and strive regardless of my depression and addiction issues um, and believe in myself and support myself emotionally and and learn with regard to lack of finances. It's been about um, learning how to get things done myself so that I don't have to pay someone else to do things and learning how to find free ways of of accessing, yeah, accessing free products and services um, so that, again, I don't have to fork out too much money um, and, you know, slowly, slowly I've moved ahead and, and I'm able to continue doing what I do. Looking back to all the challenges and breakthroughs, what would be your top three success secrets? My top three secrets, okay. My top three secrets would be, the first one is never give up, never, ever, ever give up. <laughs> the second secret is to believe in myself. Um, I, I, I have to believe in myself. If I don't believe in myself, then um, I can't get anything done. I, I, I get to, onto that sort of slippery slide of I'm not good enough. And I know I am. So believing in myself is very important. And the third thing would be to hold on to my dream. Um, so always keep my focus on on my on my goals and my dreams. Um, that's a big one because as soon as I let go of that, uh, I have to wonder what I'm, what all the hard work is for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so those would be my three: never give up, believe in myself, and holding on to dreams. 
those would be my top three, my three secrets to success and moving forward. Yeah, they all sound amazing. And how about your own self-love practices? What helps you stay energized and live the life on your own terms? Ah, uh, okay. Being organized for me is very important. Um, if and that's partly to do with my mental health as well. Um, if I can keep my myself um, organized mentally, physically. Um, and my workspace and my home doesn't always work out that way. But if I can be organized um, and, and block out uh, times in my diary for work and times for study and times for my personal time, then that helps me a lot to maintain my energy. Because if I don't do those things, if I get really disorganized and chaotic, I get, I get exhausted really quickly emotionally and physically, and then I'm not good to myself or my job or anyone else. Um, and being flexible on top of the thing, all those things are great, but if I get too, um, if I get too strict with it, then that can stop me from having fun and enjoying things too. So I have had to learn to be flexible um, with everything that I do. Um, I'm a single mum too, so again, I have to be flexible because things come up. Um, and if I'm not flexible, then I just get too exhausted trying to sort through everything and it doesn't work for me. Um, I guess personal time and quiet time is really important for me um, to manage and to manage my energy. Um, I like to have quiet time on my own and I don't I don't often get it but I, I do look for it and I even if it's just sitting quietly in the morning when I first get up out of bed I get up and I make myself a cup of tea and I just sit quietly in my little chair looking out of my window um, at the neighborhood and and it's quiet and I can just I can just be yes I can just be And that, that helps me to hold on to that lovely energy for the rest of the day with everything else that I'm doing. Um, yeah, so those would be the, the main things. I, I, I do meditate from time to time, but I'm, I, I'm not one for meditating on a regular basis. Um, I guess for me, yes, it's that morning time, is, I suppose, is a type of meditation. Mm. And reading, um, reading self-help books and and inspirational books and being around people who are positive and, ha and have good energy and um, like, to share, like to share that I think is really important to, my, um, to maintaining my energy. Yeah, you have a long list of your self-love practices and I bet if only one will be implemented by our listeners, their life will be improved. And if they all will be implemented... The life will be changed dramatically. <laughs> well, a lot of a lot of this stuff, a lot of this um, is in my book too, because uh, the book is not it's not a, an autobiography by any means. Um, but I do include my processes and and you know what I have learned over the years, so that readers can um, can have a go at some of those things and um, and see if that it works for them. Mm, thank you. What would be your empowering message for all listeners who just stepped on their spiritual path? Relax. Um, don't take yourself or life too seriously because life isn't a race or a competition and you have to let yourself enjoy it. Um, 
we, we need to be easy on ourselves. You know, we, we, we do tend to take ourselves a bit too seriously and we we can be quite hard on ourselves at times. And for people who are just stepping onto, onto this path, they're usually doing it doing that because they're being too hard on themselves, but they don't either don't realise it or they don't know how to stop. So learning to love yourself and forgive yourself and giving yourself a break is a really, really important thing. And I think if we can start to do that, then we can start being loving and forgiving towards others as well. Um, you know, and learning that we're not perfect or we're, you know, as people say these days, we're perfectly imperfect. There's no wrong way of being who you are. There is no wrong way of being who you are. Who you are is perfectly all right. If you want to make changes, if you want to improve on that, then you can. And that's, that's the path that, you know, that, that many of us are on. Um, but there's no wrong way of being who you are. So love you. Love yourself. Forgive yourself. Be kind to yourself. Relax. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your life. That's what I would say. Oh, your message is inspiring and supportive. And it reminded me about my one of my conversations with my coach two years ago. I joined the online course on health coaching. And I said to my coach, you know, there are so many fellow students who already run the business. They do webinars. They make this and that. And I'm still struggling to identify my ideal client. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Why are you so successful and I'm not? And then he said, you know, don't look at them. Just move your own, your own pace. Well, I would say that every client is your ideal client. Every client who comes to you comes to you because they're meant for you and you are meant for them for whatever reason, even if it doesn't appear to work out. Yes. Only one simple conversation may change the life of this person. That's right, exactly. Yes. Thank you, Lisa, for coming today. Uh, it's been my pleasure to have you here and to speak about interesting things about the constitution of the United States of Being, about self-love and about your secrets, how to be your number one priority. <laughs> you're very welcome it's been lovely talking to you Anna thank you so much thank you gorgeous ladies for being with us today Lisa says over and over again that it's absolutely okay to be who you are to lead your own life and move on your own pace no matter what's going on in your life there's always a gentle way to come through all these challenges however if you feel you need someone to support you, to guide you on your journey or to dig into your sources, I would be happy to have a free discovery session with you. To book in, please visit my website www.anageller.com and schedule your self-love time. There is another friendly reminder from my side. All the podcasts are available on the website, SoundCloud and iTunes. Feel free to listen and share. This was I, Anna Geller. Stay tuned. Stay loved.